0: We like to welcome everybody out to the Domesticated Savages podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. Uh, I'm here, Jake. Thanks for tuning in. I've got Jeremy. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: How are you doing, Fitz?
2: Buenos dias. Yeah, you got uh, your sombrero well, I can't on. Greet you guys in another language. <laughs> I have to speak English. Konnichiwa. Good afternoon, looking gentlemen. Looking
0: Konichiwa. <laughs> and we've got a guest on here today, Nick. How you doing, buddy? Good, well, good. good to be here. Nick or Nicholas or okay. Nikki or what do we Nick. Doing? Nick, call me Nick. We, we like Nick, I like Nick. Nikki with two Ks? <laughs> Nikki was he a porn star.
2: Now, <laughs> I
0: mean, who, am, to, a Jersey who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Who am I to Wasn't Motley Crue either.
1: <laughs> he's not in a hair. He's not from a hair band from the '80s <laughs> with
0: two Ks. So Nick's here. The reason why we're having Nick on is because he has a pretty freaking badass job. Um, I'm jealous. Too. I'm jealous too. He's brought some goodies with him. We'll get into that a little bit too. But Nick, uh, what's the best way to define what you do? a uh, Gun designer. Is that what you'd say? Yeah. Gun and and parts designer. Trigger, trigger trigonometrists. Trigger, trigonometrist. Ooh, I like it. A trigonometrist professor. He's well versed in trigonometry. Engineer of
3: death. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Engineer of death. Lord of War movie. Lord of War. (laughs) <laughs> but some, the science side, not the sales cooler side Not the sales side
0: Alright, so yeah, we've got Nick on here And we're going to go over some stuff that he does He works for a company called Sharps Bros Yes um, Sharps Bros, once again, they kind of develop uh, parts for guns and whatnot They're uh, well-versed in that And Nick, you've been working there for a little bit of time now You've worked kind of part-time for them But now you've taken up a full-time role with them Is that correct?
3: Correct Nice I, Yeah, I've worked a uh, number of years with uh, sharps bros part-time nights weekends um but yeah recently we've gone full-time going into it because we just getting too busy yeah Not too much to do
0: that's a good thing that's a good thing that's, that's, that's a is real thing. Good, that's is a good thing, thing. That's a good thing. thing. it's very that's good a very good very good thing and just so everybody knows nick's from canada
2: canada yeah I was
1: hoping you'd yeah, wear, yeah. I was hope, I was hoping you'd show up in a Canadian tux. <laughs> that's like all, <laughs> Wait, that's all, that's, that's a, that's all the blue jeans. jeans, a blue jean shirt, blue you know, jean jacket. That's a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> that's a
3: Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Have that's a have tuxedo. Have to have a mullet. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> or you could go the other, no. way. where's your toque, eh? Yeah. What's a toque? A toque is a toque. I don't know what a toque, a toque is. A toque, a toque is a toque. You it's would call a a to, to 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 Americans they call it a beanie. beanie. Oh, oh, but in Canada no. it's a toque. They invented oh, it, oh, so they get to call it what they want. Yes, they
0: invented it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Are you sure about sure. that? <laughs> sure. He's like, yes. I don't know. Oh yeah. He's like, yes. uh, you can check Wikipedia. P- I me mean, P- P- wrong. Okay,
3: well, Prove fact check no. real quick. <laughs> Fitz, Fitz wrote the P- Wikipedia
0: P- article. Actually, they developed them in Samoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. we, we have old.
3: So this is also the problem. So I'm from Western Canada. So it's we're kind of the like halfway this, house between like England and the rest of Canada and the and U.S. You
1: described it as like the Texas of Canada.
3: Yes, you're from the real part. Yeah.
2: So do we determine that it's Canadian?
3: Yeah, well, it's Canadian. Go, you can't deny it's
0: Canadian, baby. And, <laughs> All just,
1: right. and just to reaffirm it, I'll do.
0: He knows what I mean. Red, Red green show. The Red Green, green show. show, I love that show. show, dude. You can fix anything with duct tape. Anything, and if he it made, ain't he broke, made his, he made a zamboni with duct tape. What the
3: hell just happened? If it ain't broke, you ain't trying hard enough. <laughs> Bam!
2: That sounds like something the Marines would say.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, probably, <laughs> that's probably that's probably, probably pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All
2: right, so our shitbird of the week. I guess that's a new thing we're starting. Shitbird of the week. This one comes out of. I like it. Out of Utah. So this fantastic individual. Uh, This was actually recent. This was only a couple days ago. Scotty Farr Dickerson, uh, age 43, was booked into the Utah County Jail for attempted kidnapping and other potential charges involving two separate cases. So what this guy did in a city called Saratoga Springs, he was sitting in the parking lot. The car right next to him, a dude was loading groceries and stuff into the car wife is sitting up front the guy finishes and goes to put the card away walks away from the car as soon as the dude walks away dickerson gets out of the car opens the lady's door and tries to pull her out and tells her that he's coming with her or with him and she's like no i don't know you he starts like pulling on her she starts yelling like i don't know who you are get away from me and the the husband comes running back they get in this little altercation and the dude takes off from uh, the parking lot It's lucky it wasn't me yeah 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 he'd be dead attempted kidnapping that's a felony that's you're dead yeah you're going to sleep in that parking lot and you're not waking up or for I, a while i got a lead sedative, lead lead you sedative. <laughs> yeah. the couple uh, have it. the wherewithal to follow the guy get the license plate and they go to the police department and they make a report well while the guy uh the officers go to the smiths to get the surveillance video while they're at the smiths they hear a very similar call come out from highland alpine so it's a little bit north Of where Saratoga Springs is located, probably, Uh, I think the store is maybe like 10, maybe... 10 15 minutes away the detail comes out that there's a guy trying door handles opening cars and and different things like that in the parking lot so the officer goes you know flying up there and the city police up there end up catching the guy they they put him in handcuffs they're gonna charge him with temp kidnapping hopefully <laughs> <laughs> so that him. one that one it doesn't sound like he was able to get anybody so he was opening but the cars. first one though yeah yeah so so the Alpine the Highland Alpine guys weren't able to get him on that because he would open the cars and there's nobody there so he'd close the door and then go to the next one so he's looking for somebody. yeah that's what it sounds like he was he, looking for he somebody. goes through like four or five cars yeah the, the highland can't alpine see nobody's in there he can't see <laughs> i walk by a car and I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. well he, he's, into- he's intoxicated as well so he gets uh, he gets charged with public intoxication oh so so the other thing the crazy thing too was when the highland alpine guys approach him they're talking to him he seems super agitated super he tries to, to kidnap them <laughs> so the 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 officers go to put him in handcuffs to arrest him and he fights him he punches both the officers in the face they 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 rumble and tumble, and the Highland Alpine guys tase him, and then finally get him in handcuffs. So Dickerson, so the the other Saratoga Springs guys, they meet up and they they have this you know little cop powwow in the parking lot. Um, so Dickerson gets booked into jail. So the Highland Alpine guys charge him with two counts of assault on a peace officer, three counts of vehicle burglary, criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, interfering with an arrest, and and public intoxication. And then the Saratoga Springs guys. Uh, Hit him with attempted kidnapping, disorderly conduct, vehicle burglary, and assault. Nice. So that dude is looking at, what is that, four
0: felonies? If you look at it, they they stopped his crime. It is a crime spree, right? He's going off on a. That's that's a legit crime spree. He's going, you know, crime to crime to crime to crime, multiple cities. He didn't get that girl the first time, and it looks like his intent was to find somebody to snatch somebody up. But he was. What's his his motive? He's intoxicated, but. Like, how
1: many people get intoxicated? Like, I got to kidnap somebody.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take somebody go from a grocery store.
0: Yeah, I'm right. wasted. I need a kidnapping. We're going to kidnap him.
2: No. Most people are like, dang, I need some Betos <laughs> or I
0: need like some street tacos. Most people are
2: trying to
1: kidnap some Taco Bell and yeah. put it yeah. in their belly. Yeah. A yeah. nice
2: juicy burger to try yeah, to, you exactly. know. He's trying to kidnap people. It's like, I <laughs> need people. I need people. <laughs> I need
3: people. <laughs> I need people. <laughs> what is he albert fish geez. jeffrey dahmer 2022 yeah. yeah exactly come to my house Let's look at my cross <laughs> beautiful. puts beautiful lotion on his skin <laughs> or else he gets the hose
2: again i don't know what you guys are talking about
0: yes you do i saw you do the tuck the other day the tuck yeah he knows don't lie fits you never seen science of the lambs Buffalo Bill. Some of it. Buffalo Bill.
1: Remember he's making the human suit and he tucks his dick and balls back to be a female? <laughs> and he's like dancing.
0: He's got like this shawl on. And he's like and he's dancing, dancing in front the of the mirror. you never seen that? No. Is Fitz that is that. that where that comes from? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: No, the whole the whole lotion thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's, you know what what he's got a chick down in like a pit. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the memes and, yeah. because, and stuff.
1: Because he's going to take her skin and he wants it soft when he makes his human coat. Oh, okay. Well, I know what I'm
0: watching tonight. And then, if, yeah, you could.
3: Could also pick it up in Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt puts a chicken where are in the my hole? supplies no, in, he gets. They do a joke, and Joe Dirt that's basically a Joe Dirt gets kidnapped by the guy, by the guy. And so he's, he's like, I don't
1: know, him. the thing with you and the dog's a little fruity, if you're asking me. And then he's like, Put the lotion on, he's like, Okay, I'll do it. Uh, but he did record. it, and he's like, I'll do it, but give me my supplies, which is an auto trader. Because <laughs> Joe white trash and, shit. Yeah. and he's Joe, like, I, love, I love auto trader. So he gets the auto trader, and he's like, of course you what? look at like car covers for a Dodge from 63 to 70 or whatever.
0: <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I grew up like going to the gas station yeah, grabbing an auto it's trader. It's free. And so you grab and an auto, the the auto trader, and they
1: sell car parts, cars, everything. It's amazing. I love the auto traders. <laughs> Getting right back into the thick of it. Uh, Sharps bros. Now, this might be unconfirmed, but I'm pretty sure the rifle that killed Osama bin Laden was a Sharps bros. I'm I'm 99%
0: confident I've heard something about that. I
3: can neither confirm nor deny. Exactly.
0: Can we say, are Sharps bros a sponsor of this podcast? Not yet.
2: (laughs) Not (laughs) yet. Not yet. He's like, I will neither confirm nor (laughs) deny. I like my job. I don't want to get fired. Not yet, (laughs) but... Go, okay. go, yeah. go ahead and request
1: yeah. the transcripts and the info from the OBL killing. And <laughs> I'm Freedom pretty sure you'll find active. that most of the rifles were Sharps
0: Brothers. Sharps Bros. Because
1: yeah. they're so accurate and they're great. And they're a Nick design. And they're badass.
0: And they're badass.
1: He brought a couple of samples. And I'm telling you guys, if you have not seen it, go... Was it sharpsbrothers.com?
0: Sharps, sharpsbros.com.
1: Sharpsbros.com. Yeah, Bros. And it's legit. Yeah.
0: Nick, you're from Canada. Grew up in Canada, right? Yes. What part of Canada? Alberta, Canada. Alberta, Canada. So Western. Right? Yes. Shit gets Western over there for real. So you lived there until when?
3: Till 2011.
0: How old were you when you moved? 12 years. Uh,
3: Ten I was years. 21 when I moved back down to the U.S.
0: Down to the U.S. And what brought you down here? School. Schooled Originally, school. school. What were you going to school for? Engineering. Was that like uh, mechanical engineering you were doing? Yes. So a lot of the same stuff you're doing now. Yes. That kind of thing. And did you have in your mind that you wanted to do like guns back then?
3: No. Um, Originally it was all like aerospace like I wanted to jets and stuff like that nice. at, at one point in my life I like thought a I were an nautical engineer yeah a fi- you know, so, fire pilot did stuff. You, did you did you grow tall. up
1: around guns or I yes
3: mean, so like they have I mean in Canada they do um, <laughs> they one, or, they one do. or two one or they two, two <laughs> maybe one <laughs> or two just some some um, also I can neither confirm nor deny um, anymore um, whether they do or not but <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah no so grew growing, growing up um, Alberta Canada it's pretty rural, not a lot of people. I mean, you look up most stuff, like 95% of people in Canada live within live in, 100 yeah. miles of the US border. So, oh, shit? Yeah. Yeah. So They're you go all around
0: that southern edge.
3: And there's only like, I mean, there's more people in California than there is in all of Canada hey, in terms of population Why don't we invade Canada already? I, I mean, we need that Alberta, Alberta, we Alberta need might that? just let you come in and be like, hey, you guys can live here. We're like, oh, no. Yay, we need oh, that maple oh, syrup, yeah. baby. We need that maple syrup. What's your dollar worth again? Oh, 30% more than ours? Okay. <laughs> well, not for long. <laughs> uh, Thanks a lot, Biden. So
1: let me ask you a question, Nick. Growing up, do you have any... Cop
3: stories yeah i i mean rural airbrainer we got the mounties lots yes. of mounties and uncle that deadly Do
1: rights you got a bunch of deadly deer rights up there
3: yeah, totally, do right. <laughs> totally yeah. do right. Yeah, you know, they uh, they haven't been getting great lately, attention in the lately news. They're,
1: lately they're deadly do wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But uh, I mean that's not uncommon. I mean uh, you never hear about anything in Canada. The news is all government owned yeah. basically, yeah. not officially, but they are. Yeah. So anything negative is very much downplayed or you just don't even hear about it. Doesn't even show up. But yeah, I mean I've got friends that are city officers. So in Canada how it works is there's not there's no county cops really. Or anything you have, um, if you're a city that's big enough, you get your own police, you get your city police. But pretty much everybody else is covered by the RCMP, which is a federal police force. But they're everything rural, Royal
0: Canadian Mounted Police. Yes.
1: So are they? So when they're out in a rural area that can't have their own city cops, is everything co- covered under like a federal jurisdiction or is it the RCMP enforces like a local?
3: So, it's it's different. I don't know the exact rules on that. Ed. They are a federal police, so they only- um, I think they're kind of bound by provincial, but it's it's also there's a lot less separation from provinces to the federal level than there is states. So there's a they lot, don't they don't have lot, as much freedom as there's a, a lot
1: more federal overreach. Yes, and so the RCMP has a lot more leeway in some of these smaller. Provinces,
3: yes. Nick has a story, a
0: guys.
2: Confession, being, of.
0: being a civilian,
3: civilian, and uh, I'm trying to think of how to tell the father. Hey, your
0: just imagine word of stories. <laughs> we'll oh, no. think of Father Savages. I sins. can <laughs> tell you that the <laughs> statute, statute <laughs> of limitations, <laughs> separate <country>. Sav- <laughs> if,
1: if the RCMP comes father down here, Sav- they'll deal with me yeah. first. So I just don't. You're
3: covered, buddy. We, uh, um, and yeah, you, as as cops, you guys are probably going to sit here and list all of the things that would probably get me in big trouble violations. The, yeah, yeah violations in high school um had a great idea this is back in the days of MSN messenger i had a friend um yes. papa yeah yeah t- texting was just coming around i mean canada back then was like 5 years behind the us on everything so you didn't know
1: kurt cobain died until like the early 2000 like the 2000 yeah, yeah i was You're listening like, what i was is listening this? to
3: nirvana and i'm like wait he's dead <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is anthology. It's been gone for a minute. <laughs> yeah. 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 We got the idea. I had a friend of the like, hey, man, we should like buy a car, find a car we could buy for cheap and, you know, jump it and do dumb stuff with it. We're like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. And literally like, I just started shooting messages off to people that I knew on MSN Messenger. Like, hey, do you guys know a car like cheap? I mean, back then there wasn't really like a place to go buy. Like there wasn't a lot of buy and sell online or anything like that. So, and literally like one of the first people that were like, oh yeah, I think my dad's got, you know, a car. And like, I knew his dad pretty well. Got a car that he was basically gonna junk. I got, yeah, I got to talk to him. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I was gonna pay to have this thing like taken away. Doesn't shift out of first gear. It was like some, you know, Oldsmobile Buick, you know, just velvet seats. Like it was just old. Some
1: old junker. But
3: anyway, we we got it out and uh, I bought this car with a friend. We pooled our money for like 25 bucks. Oh, whoa. Canadian. So that's like, you know, 15 cents. 15 bucks here. 15 (laughs) cents American. Actually, you know, back then the dollar was even, so it was wasn't bad. But um, so we got this car, and man, we we welded the doors shut. I, I, like, <laughs> I, smart? I, like we just those a fire, boys. Canadian we broke, tank. We, we, we broke all the windows out of it. You know, we we had a friend that had a welder. He welded the doors for us because we we're like, oh yeah, safety. You know, well, what do they do with you know demolition derby cars? Oh, they weld the doors shut. Yeah. Yeah. We weld them shut. Which <laughs> we, we trying to be safe. <laughs> uh, this is Canadian. See, Canadian redneck. This is I mean, Canadian yeah, redneck. We duct tape all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we're a small town, middle of nowhere. Well, yeah, we like we had this car for a while. We jumped it. We usually took it out in the middle of nowhere. But there was just this one day, I don't even know why, we were by the cemetery, and which was a dumb, 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 dumb place because it's like on the way to the golf course and stuff. High traffic area. Uh-huh. Bad place to be doing something Too many people seeing. Too many people. Yeah, we were like jumping this across a road (laughs) and stuff. And somebody driving by saw and saw them pull out their cell phone. Mm -hmm. And we were like, okay, like we thought we weren't there for much longer, but they were like, okay, we we better go. And it started going. That was on the south end of town. So you used to go pulling into town. You kind of go up a hill to get into the town and you get up to the top of the hill and you kind of see in three directions down the roads. Really flat, really open. Since it's a rural area, there's not really like, there's like one RCMP officer stationed here. Uh But seeing a lot of cops is weird. Well, we come pulling up and I'm not actually driving the car. I'm in my vehicle in front of it. Come pulling up to the top of this hill with that car behind it, you know, running a Smokey and the Bandit situation. We get to the top of the hill, and I see a cop coming towards me, cop going away from me, cop coming towards me from the left, and a cop going away from me to the right. And I just got on the phone to the guys in the car. I'm like, get it away. Drive out of town. Go somewhere. Hide it in a field. Find somewhere. You know, it's farm <laughs> feet like, everywhere. There's just everywhere. And so, like, we went and left the car somewhere, and we went back into town, and we saw RCMP officers all over town that whole night and we're like there is no way they're not here for anybody but us oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah there was back then there wasn't a lot that happened in that town and it was like oh geez yeah and then it was like this was a really bad idea we need (laughs) to how do we get rid of this that's that's when the
1: usually the bad ideas hit you later
3: yeah it was like oh mm, at the time it's like oh this was awesome you know we had a ton of fun we jumped it we shot at it we you know we were safe and put cinder blocks in the back because we're like oh yeah Well, the engine's heavier, so if we jump it, you know, my early engineer self, if we put cinder blocks in the trunk when we jump it, it'll be more even. You gotta equalize that weight. Yeah, yeah, well, and then like, don't do the math. They're like, oh, four cinder blocks. Yeah, that's the same weight as an engine. Uh No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking (laughs) front bumper into the ground, cinder block comes ripping through the back seat. Luckily, didn't hit anybody coming out the front windshield. Like, all the stupid stuff. I can't believe none of my friends and us died in high school, because, you know, small rural town, middle of nowhere.
1: (laughs) But that's the beauty of living in a small rural town. I can, can Confirm because yeah, it was like, hey, you know, let's put a artillery shell from the fireworks in the gas tank of
3: a car and see what happens when
0: you light it on fire. <laughs>
3: at the time,
1: genius, yeah. genius. And you know,
3: like at the time too, it was like Jackass was getting really big. Yeah, the movies oh, yeah. were coming out, so we're all like. They're like, oh, don't try this at home, and we're like, yeah, we're yeah, definitely we're doing trying that at, right now at home. Yeah, yeah, this is a good idea. Well, it's not at
0: home; it's just out on the street. Yeah. So you're it's good.
3: Like, my dad came home and saw that car one time parked out front, and he's like, hey, whose car is that? And I was like, it's mine. And he just looked at me and was like, <laughs> don't, don't kill anybody, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, that's a good father, right I there. Don't. That's a great yeah, that's father. Awesome. Like, hey,
1: yeah, I know, because he knew. He knew what you were doing. Oh, he, yeah. He knew yeah. there were some shenanigans. Because he did stuff back in the day. I he did stuff it. back in the day, and so he's <laughs> like, you know what? As long as nobody
0: dies and there's no bill coming towards me, just yeah. be careful. His Why dad not? thought. Have to hear about it. His dad thought Nick's going to be on the Domesticated Savage podcast in the future. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to have some cool <laughs> stories to tell thing. the guys. Yeah. So
3: he needs to get yeah. this done. All right. Yeah, and he probably is going to listen to this too. So Hell yeah. He's probably going to like remember that. I don't know if I've actually said that story out loud. I can't remember who I've actually told <laughs> told that to. I think statute of limitations are that, up. It's go- yeah, you good, yeah. cool, bro. Plus, you're in America. Plus, you were a juvenile, yeah. too. so yeah, I've immigrated. Good. Yeah. You said
0: the RCMP was up there, and they were running around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to maybe catch you guys, right? I'll tell you what. You probably prepared them to for all those blockades that they just got done with. Because <laughs> they're probably <laughs> yeah. terrible, those, So you're just the preparation <laughs> for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. hey,
1: boys. How are you doing I today? Hey, I don't remember the blockades we're doing now. What about back years ago? Is that pretty good when we that's, had.
3: That's not bad. That's not hey. bad. That's not terrible. Yeah, I'll not tell you what. Good. I don't. I don't have the accent anymore. I've no. Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah, a little bit. Dude, when Joss
0: and I rolled up to you when you were talking to your Dad on the phone. <laughs> Josh is no, like that's a, his accent is pretty thick right now. I said, yeah, it's probably because he's talking. That about situational, that, that's situational
3: though. That's that situational. My sister's the worst. Like when I talk to after I talked to my sister on the phone, like she's the one that's like phone saying, oh, I'm gonna phone you. I'm gonna say stuff. Her accent is definitely the heaviest. I don't. like my brother was military and he traveled around and got out, but definitely my sister's he's like, the worst Tin one. Tin Hut eh? A <laughs> A eh? Hey, say, So say all Hoser? my Canadian say references Hoser? are from Strange Brew. That's accurate. So there yeah, we go. <laughs> it's <laughs> accepted. Letter That's, Kenny, mine. Letter Kenny. Also gospel. Gospel. <laughs> 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 What's the beer they drink oh, in Letter Kenny? Puppers. 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 Or, well, yeah, the uh, puppers. Hey, so good. isn't that Justin one that Brew. they
0: actually made? They did make a pupper. Yeah. yeah. They made puppership. Yep. ship. So you defected puppers.
1: from Canada, came down Defec- to America. Yes. And now you're making, now you're making firearms. Now
3: guns for Americans. Hell so, yeah.
1: Tell us about Sharps Bros. Tell us a little bit more about Sharps, yes. Bros. So, Sharp's Bros.
3: So Sharps Bros is a high-end, probably, probably fits into the niche markets, at least in the beginning. High stylized, high-end, high-quality firearm parts, accessories, and anything else we kind of find interesting.
1: I can attest because luckily for us... Here on the podcast, he brought two pretty awesome pieces of hardware, if I do say so myself. Yes, I would say
0: so, yep. So an AR, and then you have a bolt action. So what can you tell us- Grab them so we can talk about them. Grab them so we can talk about them. So he has them here in studio. Nick brought- one of his bolt actions, personally owned, right? Yes. He's personally owned guns that he has, but it has a bunch of Sharps Bros furniture on it. You got some furniture there. You've got some parts here. So the first one we're looking at is your AR 15, right? Yes. AR 15. Wood got
1: paneling.
0: Um, wood paneling on the grip. it's sexy. on the grip. It is delicious. It looks as so all good get out. Yeah, that is in a nice little pop. And then, too, dude, and I we'll I take like a picture it. of it and we'll put it on the site. And then the yeah. lower is, it's a skull, but I mean, it is. The lower receiver where you have typically where the magazine Magwell. inserts into is yep. the Magwell. They've got, is this CNC machined? Yes, so it's CNC machined down and it looks just like the top half of a skull.
1: And it is delicious. And uh, as a police officer, I've seen many, many skulls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and That's that's made the, many skulls, Jeremy. Uh, this is the best skull I've ever seen in my career.
3: Yes, that is the coolest <laughs> without a I've ever doubt. seen. In the far. in the development of that one, it was actually like the first teeth that were on it was actually like too small. They they were look like little baby teeth, that like the cute. first three D print. Can
1: you can you guys do a redneck version where it's like buck teeth? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> the trailer parks would explode. Uh, trailer
2: parks would explode. Sales of You Kentucky got a bug teeth triple. model, or
1: or maybe some yeah. teeth with a little bit of dip in them, or something. You yeah. know, like some dip hanging around. The rednecks would go crazy. Speaking as a you know piece I, of I trailer feel like park you trash, can do
3: that, that I am. With like seracoding.
2: You
1: can yeah. just add yeah. the dip. This in would the, be delicious. I mean, the
3: Cerakote companies. It was yeah, Cerakote guys can do what you want. You want gold teeth? You want? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna gold, hand you the arrow to Fitz. Chrome Dude, teeth. So I,
2: so I was looking at some. A couple websites looking up some of your, some of the guns and what people have done with theirs. And there's some awesome, like, seracoding jobs that they've done with all the different lowers that you guys have. Dude, they're awesome.
0: Oh, So that's one of the lowers you have. We talked about the skull. With the skull, the the detail of the skull, is, yeah. it's not just, like, a skull with
2: teeth and, the, and no. the nose and the eye sockets. Like, there's, like, little bumps. There's cracks in the skulls. Like, there, it's... It's like
3: very very well detailed. Yeah, very I like it. But
1: one of the most striking features is the wood paneling, and that's something you guys. So <sighs>
3: that is a Sharps Bros part. <laughs> so the the set, the grip we do there is a Brazilian cherry wood. Ooh, I like that. And those come with the handguard panels as well.
0: And it looks it looks it sexy looks awesome. as all get out. Yeah. So what? A, so name some of the parts, obviously from Sharps that you have on here.
3: So that one, the the pistol grip, the lower receiver. Um, is the jack the upper receiver that one right there is a gen one upper receiver we don't sell that exact one anymore but we do have our gen threes and fours the handguard is our low profile lightweight handguard it's the mlock right yes with mlock on it we do have a new one coming out that is a full rail handguard is that so
1: what i have here is the bolt action and
3: the lower is that's a chassis yeah, so let's there, let's let's that's on the on bolt on. action on. chassis that's the first one we did. Um, for the Howa Mini Action. That is our Heat Seeker chassis for the Howa Mini Action in a 6.5 Grendel. The, I love that round, by the way. Yes. It's it, it's a slick round. For a short-barreled like backpacking gun, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, that thing's pretty good out to 700 yards. Oh, yeah. Pretty awesome. That one has the carbon fiber handguard on it, and it has our new released Badlands muzzle device.
1: I know you guys can't see it, but this badlands
0: muzzle device is dope as shit oh hell yeah talk a little bit about the muzzle device
3: that is that's probably the newest thing we've released it's pretty awesome to go check out it's pretty fun to make utilizing a 3d printed technology metal 3d printing technology it's made out of 17 4 stainless steel heat treated and nitrided so it can actually handle full auto we have it in a 5 8 24 thread and a half 28 thread so you can pretty much fit on whatever you want and it handles either one, either thread size, can go calibers from two, two, three, five, five, six 556 up to three fifty four, and that's 9mm for Americans. Oh, nice. Americans. guys, You guys, when it comes to drugs and guns, you switch over to the metric system. Nothing system. else. That's about yeah. the, no, no. The, drugs the drugs and, and guns, guns. Drugs, drugs and <laughs> guns. Two most important things. Everything else, don't even tell me in metric
1: i pull over somebody like how fast you're going like hey about 80 kilometers i'm like hey that's a i don't know get what it the, is so probably right. the hell. illegal. Yeah. knock it off
2: yeah. get the, yeah. the hell out of the America. car right now yeah, yeah. yeah. so speaking
0: american so keep the gun up here so we're talking a little bit... You're talking about the muzzle device here. You said it's 3D printed. That's a newer way of developing these parts, yeah. right?
3: So what they call... It, the industry called it additive manufacturing rather Everybody than else sub- knows it such subtractive. As. So the features for the Badlands, it is a muzzle break on the inside. It has coned ported holes on the interior if you go to the website you guys can see an awesome cutaway of it Um, i know a lot of companies may not necessarily share that but we just think it's pretty cool and then on the outside it's a brake a flash hider and a blast forward device all kind of built into one as one piece. If this was made traditional methods, it'd be four pieces and cost five hundred bucks. Exactly. Instead, it, it's what's the it's, price point on that? It's one piece, and I believe on the website it's sitting at one twenty-five, one thirty-five. Dude, that's a good I mean, deal. That's a deal. It's and it it does everything. It I mean, it's like suppressors. Like yes. you don't need ear pro, but you do. Yeah. yeah. After a certain point, yeah, it it really helps with the concussive forces going out to the side. You know, you get a lot of angry breaks on there. You piss off everybody to your left and right if you're at a rage sure. with other people. This doesn't do that. I mean, you're going hunting wherever you're at. I mean, it looks badass. It, it does, and it <laughs> works. <laughs> it does. It really does. It works. Yeah. And- there are... It's not a suppressor, if anybody's listening they're in California or one of those other states. Um, it's, Canadian, Canadian not over a suppressor. here throwing shade on yeah. California. Oh, I can't. Well, that's actually legal in Canada, too, um, for now. But you guys have some... <laughs> so get it while you can.
1: So, for those who are listening, there are some videos available
3: correct oh yeah yeah hit up go see sharps bros instagram account we post everything on there i mean lots of videos is that just at sharps bros yeah at sharps bros
1: okay and it's if you go watch those videos it's legit as shit yeah and how somebody watches these videos and doesn't immediately go and purchase something yeah um you're not you're not a savage (laughs)
3: Quit listening, go away, go home. We're committing
0: the savages. I didn't say
2: that. That was Jeremy that said
3: that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I like the the point that you talked on here. You said it's additive manufacturing instead of reductive. Typically, when you have an example of the lower receiver, that comes from a solid piece and they're milling it out to make it look like it does, correct? Correct. With additive, you start off from scratch and they have powder, basically, and they're getting this powder and they're building upon itself, one upon itself, like layer by layer, Mm -hmm. until it reaches a point where you've got this, this piece built out now. And you're talking, if it was made, the old the old fashioned way whereas reductive it'd be four pieces and it would cost a grip more cash but since you can additively manufacture it you can do it section by section at a time so the interior of it you don't have to take the pieces out so in that that way it saves you money saves us money when we go to buy it because it costs you less money and it's just as good if not better
3: yeah legitimately you couldn't make this with traditional methods up to this point with how far 3D printing has come like I know there's some 3D printed suppressors and other stuff that have come out in previous years this is the first device we know of like this using this method I mean really like when we were coming up with it and working on it like it it traditionally was just going to be not what it is really yeah because but then we started kind of playing and talking to different what we could do and we kind of started talking to somebody that did the metal 3D printing Kind and, of getting a
1: feel for what the market is and what's available and what's possible. Probably yeah. not
3: just like what your capabilities were. Yeah. Would and I say? The, and then also, yeah. And yeah, what capabilities are and what can we do? And then it was like throwing them at a design and like, okay, well, what about this? How does this work? Um, with our manufacturing, we try to work really well in an engineering standpoint. And this is something I've always, always tried to do is work with manufacturing to make something that Makes sense. It's like I'm traditional engineering, a lot of engineers, like I've heard, just like to make it difficult for manufacturing, (laughs) more or less. And I don't understand it. It's like they try to make it hard. But I think we try to work well with manufacturing. I mean, we we get what we want, but also I think working well with manufacturing gets it at a price that actually makes sense. So So can I I
0: speak to this point real quick? Something I think you're going to identify with. So I built my house. And when you're building a house, you have to, obviously you go through the design phase mm-hmm. and then after you build your design out on like AutoCAD or wherever you build it at, you send it to the engineer and the engineer will do maybe some changes to it because it says this, you know, this load point needs to have this or this structure right here needs to have this. And then the engineer puts a stamp on it and they send it out to the the contractors, which is where I came in and I started building my house. Right. And you come to places where you're like, dude, what you engineered and what you guys designed does not work because yeah. they don't have like their boots on the ground they don't have their hands actually building the things that they, you know, they've designed. Mm. Where you guys actually do have some of that, where you're you're designing stuff and then you're building the stuff to see how it actually functions in real life. So I think that built, you know both well for T&E you, the T E process, yes, the T&E process, you're actually doing that.
3: Yes, and and a lot of it. I mean, the, the people involved with Sharp's Bros and how we work on. I mean, we shoot, we use everything we have. We're not just hey, throw this into the market. This is an empty spot. Like we. Kind of even find stuff like the, the niche designs. It was just really cool stuff. I mean, yeah. the, the original, the very first design uh, that was ever came out of Sharps Bros was the Hellbreaker, um, which has the shark face on it that mm-hmm. you see on like World War II planes. Yeah. yeah. And that actually, like the first idea came from that with the owner of Sharps Bros was diving. And found like one of these, you could dive down at some lake, wherever he was, you could dive down and see um, this World War II plane, which had this on it. And then later, I think in a museum, he was kind of looking at one and he just thought, man, that would look real yeah. sweet on a lower receiver. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Not which just it does, paint it on. Which it does. Uh,
3: and yeah, the I mean, Hellbreaker is one of my favorites. I should say the firearm community is... Awesome and dumb at the same time. I mean, I think any industry. Absolutely. Ah, we want new stuff. Innovate. Make something cool, and then something cool comes out, and like you hear a bunch of loud people come out, like, "Oh, this sucks." You go to social media, and you'll see. (laughs) But you you, you do have a
1: polarizing effect where some people are trying to be innovative, Mm -hmm. and it comes out with all these new Mm -hmm. things, and then later on, you get some people like, "Hey, I like the old school. Let's let's keep it old school. What's old school works." Yeah. Which. I mean, it's somewhat true, but the stuff that's coming out now and, and with the ability of the technology, 3D printing and all that,
3: it's so much easier and so
1: much affordable and it just makes sense.
3: At times, yeah. The the manufacturing methods and 3D printing is coming a long way and I think it's only going to get better. There's a lot of stuff like that. Manufacturing always changes. With Sharps Rose, we're always trying to look at what's the best method. What can we do? You know, work with manufacturing with our manufacturing to, you know, how do we make something sweet that we can keep at a price point that people are going to want. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can make
0: some amazing stuff but it's going to cost a jillion dollars. It's like, dude, you just price yourself out of the market.
3: Yeah. And I mean like some of the lower receivers, I mean, because of how complicated they are, like our newest one, the showdown is the most expensive. That's the one with the samurai kind of theme and style is the newest one released and I mean it's awesome but it's got so much detail man it It does have a ton of detail takes a lot of machine time took a lot of design time to get that that's actually I I decided that's
2: my next build yeah you should totally it's going to be straight up Japanese style. By your guys' company policy, I read it online, you have to bow every time you you see it or use it. You have to bow every time you use the gun. So. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Is that a company policy? Yeah, <laughs> I read it. It's,
2: In a book. Yeah. In a Called book. Sharp Brother's book. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> every time you <laughs> handle it, you gotta bow. You just yeah. told your girlfriend that. Yeah. She's, she agreed though, right? Your, yeah, your, you, you, you has to, to, to bow to it. Even when I just have the strip lower, it's going to be mounted on my wall until I finish
0: it. <laughs> it comes through. Oh, yeah,
2: wow. you have to bow. I just
0: got to go to the bathroom. Well, you better bow to the the freaking lower before you go in there <laughs> speaking of the lowers you've got you say that's called the showdown yes the showdown you've got the skull and that's called the jack correct right you've got the shark the hellbreaker the, the hellbreaker yeah. Yeah. Like the shark face kind of from the world that War one's queens cool. or yep.
3: whatever the warthog the warthog, warthog yes
0: the warthog
3: is the warthog obviously the warthog right? that one's cool Rais- too. Your, raise your back warthog. yeah
2: the spartan helmet
0: the spartan
3: the overthrow
0: Overthrow. Okay. Cool. I like that. The That's overthrow. cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I one here. Too. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that one,
3: that one. It's a bit of unicorn, serial number 33. Ooh. Those two that I brought are, are Gen 1 designs. The whole back half has been updated a long time ago. So,
0: what did they do to update the half?
3: Uh, we just, we lightened it up a bit more and tried to just find a better way, better ways to machine it. Better, dope, huh? more cost That's effective.
0: cool. These are all so cool, man. So, so there's I a website, them.
2: there's a website that they have a bunch of people that have used those lowers. They've had them seracoded and stuff and they post pictures on it and it's all Sharps brothers and they're, dude, some of the designs on them are dope as that, shit. Cerakote. These
3: are all cool. I, I coat guys have been able to really, um, the custom coat companies have been really able to, they can get creative with these, yeah. do some really cool stuff. I remember the first time I went to SHOT Show um, in Las Vegas, there's the, the company, Cerakote, it that sells all of the materials and stuff. I was at their booth and talking to one of their sales reps and like i know you know like if you've ever been to those shows they're just like okay who are you like are you worth my time yeah um kind of thing yeah but i just told him like oh yeah i you know i do design work for sharps bros i design the lower receivers and all the other parts and the guy was like oh no way he's like sharps bros is like half of our instagram oh shit yeah (laughs) Uh the the company themselves and it's it really is like you said i mean Maybe less now, but I don't know. I haven't been to their um, Instagram page for a while. But yeah, half of it. Yeah. Because it's so cool. Yeah. And unique. And it's it's so also like, I mean, a lot of people, it gets a lot of hate because people are like, oh, it's a tool. And which I agree with, but doesn't mean you can't get creative. Doesn't mean you can't like it. But that's also we, I mean, we have, if you're a little more on the utilitarian side, but still want something that looks good and works really well, we have the Livewire receiver, which, I mean, it's a premium, awesome receiver. Which we are trying to keep at the best possible price point to Warhog. Yeah, he's showing them the Warhog. The
2: so that's on that's on oh, website. that's cool. On their website, they have, that's they on Sarahcoats website. An, there's an that. entire page dedicated to Sharps yeah. Bros. That one. So when I was well, scrolling, when I was scrolling a few nights ago, good. I I think I scrolled for like thirty minutes just checking out. <laughs> there, it's a
0: huge. It's on Cerakote's huge amount website. Of, yeah. That, is, yeah, so yep. cool. it's, that I, is so cool. That is so cool. Because I mean, Serco is a big ass name too. Yes, and they
2: have their entire an entire page dedicated dedicated to, to the Sharpsburg stuff. That is cool, yeah, man.
0: That's
3: awesome. That is neat. Ooh, I really like that. Yeah, I that seriously scrolled so for cool. probably like twenty to thirty minutes. Dude, Look
0: at that one. Chilling. Look how real that is. Yeah,
3: that's actually the Jack Nine. So that's a nine millimeter pistol version. I love. That you, you guys used have a pistol season. version. That, it's it for pistol caliber for a nine oh. millimeter. Um, yeah, like when you're shooting your AR nine, you can use Glock mags in that one if you want to build pistols
0: oh business, that's so cool that's, I, I love that
3: there's a lot of companies making good uh you know conversion kits too for standard our stand the standard ar magwells.
0: as i was prepping for this podcast knowing you're coming out here nick which i'm glad you did because it's so much fun i love just seeing this stuff i had i just was kind of ruminating and thinking of different questions i wanted to ask you uh what's your favorite
3: product made by sharps bros hmm. that's like trying to pick your favorite kid I mean, I well, I, everybody knows mine. That's a hard choice. Sorry, Ben. I mean, for- <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
2: They, they both know who it is. I, I have three kids, and it's, yeah.
3: That's funny. Yeah. So, um, you know your mm-hmm. favorite kid too, bro. Come on. Well that's easy because I only want I only one. Yeah, my daughter is deaf. I tell her all the time she's my favorite kid. She doesn't believe me. <laughs> well.
0: so nothing like pops out. I mean I, granted there's a ton of cool stuff. Yeah, you I guys know, have a lot I don't know, of maybe maybe you had a personal one because you designed it, maybe it was like your brain child, maybe something you worked more on um, than than others did. Is there anything that sticks out that way?
3: The overthrow was So the Spartan helmet Looking yeah. one Was one of the first Like full on I did everything on it Kind of start to finish oh. And then So it's like that one It's kind of like I like that one It's kind of there to me Because it's like That was my first That was your first Full start to finish We all remember our We're, first Yeah I've Got to I mean Time You're goes away what? Building Oh Slurpee okay. um, First <laughs> slurpee. <laughs> Cherry Coke Yeah Um the, uh, but then, I mean, the showdown, the new one just released. I mean, that thing was a labor of love that took a lot of time, a lot of detail. There is so much in there. It,
0: uh. What do you use to develop? Like, what do you use to design?
3: So we desi- design? I designed in SolidWorks. Okay. Um, that's what I use. I mean, I use other tools just depending on what it is, but the main one I use is SolidWorks. And some of that people would look at these designs sometimes in SolidWorks and be like, no, you didn't. You mm-hmm. used something else that's more like a cosmetic thing or something like that. I had like a SolidWorks sales rep talking to me about, you know, when they call you to buy new stuff, but they um, like talked to him about what we did and like their own sales rep who also, you know, they're all engineers too. kind of, they've they use SolidWorks yeah. are like I don't even know how you do that. Yeah. Like I don't know how he's like, I don't know how I would do that. <laughs> so I don't know how you did that. Um You're like the wizard of Solidworks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like there's some things that's just like, you know, I definitely think like somebody who was like very traditional, there's there's ways to do things in sure. SOLIDWORKS. If they were to go to work at like what's called like the feature tree in mind, they'd be like, What is this Frankenstein's monster yes. of a freaking feature tree? Yes. Like, what have you done here? Yes. And it's like, that's what it takes. Dude, it's like,
0: so, you know, that's it's what it takes. so I think that's what you probably done. It's like, yeah, I know SolidWorks and I know how to run it, but I know how like, not like backdoors necessarily, but I can take this portion of it and I can tweak add it, it to here yeah. and tweak it here. So it's pretty neat that you can do that.
3: Yeah, take this, and I'm gonna—I will break you. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) which I have crashed SolidWorks many times.
0: Hopefully, you save your project Mm -hmm. before you crash. Yeah,
3: usually you—I like—I get into kind of something where like, okay, I better save this. Yeah, I'm gonna save before (laughs) I do this because because got a ninety percent chance this is gonna break. (laughs) That's Uh, freaking awesome. That's kind of what you said. I, I mean, that's. In general, like engineers were like the oompa loompa of the science world because uh-huh. we scientists make the science, mm-hmm. the science, <laughs> and we vouchy interpret and make the science work for everybody. Oh, like yeah. they, I mean, and not even I mean engineer. I'm not even going to say papered engineers, um, but just any anybody designing, innovating, and you're, they're taking the science and actually making it function for yeah. people. Practical application. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Makes sense. Yep. I had another one here. We kind of already got into it. it said, how did you get into gun making? Like what, how did you get over to sharps bros?
3: Originally just going, when I was going to school, I was working for a machine shop that Made gun parts, and yeah. I kind of while I was there, I just started as a machine operator, running parts, working on that end of things. while going to school, and then worked my way into and being the design position, designing, fixturing, and mm. tooling, and different things, and divining, designing different parts. There, going from there, that's how I kind of got into it. I mean, I've always loved firearms always been into it. I mean, it's just as a kid, like you, of course, like you just gravitate, you're in a gas yeah. station, yeah. you see the magazines. It's like, you're you either looking at car magazines or you're looking at gun magazines. Yeah.
0: So I just remember when you were getting married into the family, my family, right? Which, you were marrying my cousin. Which I
3: might have to tell a story. Um, The first time I met your dad... Uh-huh. I had to be, I had to be given a talk. I was just dating my now wife at the time and I was in high school Uh and uh, I think it was one of her older sister's receptions and she told me your dad was Mm -hmm. going to be there and she was like, so, um, yeah, like trying to like prep me on. I can tell they're like, so he's a, he's a big guy. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of intimidating. I mean, they're they're really nice. They're really like the family. They're really nice. They're really good people. But they can kind of come off as a bit overpowering to <laughs> people. And I'm like, <laughs> and intimidating, maybe intimidated. And I'm like, hey, you know, like I've he, lots of people played hockey, played sports, played yeah. everything. I mean, you know, I'm fine. I was. I mean, you're dad's basically shrek yeah. like in oh, yeah. human form like yeah. big dude so it's like the first time it was like oh no joking you know i'm scrawny high school kid and uh <laughs> so but i i think i think he liked me but yeah that yeah. was she was trying to like prepare me yeah. for meeting your family there and she's like they're they're really nice they're really nice they're just they're big and they're um loud loud, loud intimidating
0: intimidating yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so just, that's us. be prepared sure. that's, be funny. Pre- that's funny that's funny i like to pull the curtain back and find that out because that doesn't surprise me but i never heard that before that you you had that experience which is neat i mean i think I we're a nice story States. before uh, you probably did mm-hmm. so i just i just remember when i can't remember if you were dating or if you guys had just gotten married it might have been at your reception i think we were talking and you and i were talking a little bit you may or may not remember this but we were talking and i was a cop already And so, I mean, I think the common thread there is obviously you're marrying my cousin, but it's like, I'm a cop and you love guns. So we're going to talk about guns. We talked about guns and you're talking about how you wanted to like design guns. And I thought, man, that's cool. I hope you can get there, you know? So, I mean, I don't, I didn't know what the world was like. I didn't know what it was going to take to get into designing and making guns. Like you say, it's kind of niche a little bit. So there aren't like, you know, millions of people out there making guns. So I'm glad that you're able to
3: find your way and start doing that. It's not an easy industry to get into. I do get like a lot of people or like I talk with students or other people looking at, they're like, oh man, guns, that'd be so cool like how'd you get into that and I'm like kind of luck yeah really kind of luck because it's like even like before meeting Sharps Bros you know was just a student trying to get intern- stu- internships or getting done school like where what was I going to do where was I going to go like I mean Browning Bramington like try to hit all the big ones and stuff but it's like try getting a call back from those guys Yeah, sometimes. good luck, good luck. Like it, it, it's hard and it's, it's not like it's a big industry yeah. but at the same time it isn't yeah It's kind of small, a lot of small teams, not necessarily a lot of big companies. The big companies have teams that have been there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're hiring, but it's like one or two people. And they're close-knit teams a lot of the time. A lot
0: of times they're grooming people that they know already.
3: Yeah, uh, that can happen a lot, I'm sure. I mean, it makes sense to me, too, to do that. You may
0: keep it in the house. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're able to do that. It's pretty neat that you have. Like, congratulations on that. It's awesome, dude. Thanks. It Um,
3: It is a pretty cool job when somebody's like, oh, yeah, what do you do? It's like, yeah... I design guns. Gun <laughs> I make guns, bro. Gun parts. Oh, um, yeah. I can't go home to Canada anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You've been excommunicated. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome. All right. So, a couple. I've got a few more. So, here. Um, what's your favorite gun? If you think, like, if I said to you, Nick, I've got this unlimited amount of cash. I can get you any gun you want. What do you want? What's your go-to? Does a tank count as a gun? No. Sorry. Howitzer, maybe, but not a tank. That's a cannon.
2: Is that like. That's true. Or artillery. Yeah, artillery cannon. No, a gun. Does
3: that have to be a real gun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's say like, real and not like, yeah. like the rail gun. Yeah, that one. The one yeah, that goes through cool. walls Dude, and yeah. has like, heat sensor. Yeah, that it one. has, <laughs> it has
0: like uh, x ray vision. Yeah. You can see through walls and see people and shoot them through there. No. The target finder um, the, mm-hmm.
3: on Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, the golden gun. <laughs> the golden gun. <laughs> Double yeah. seven. Dude, I love that game. That was fun. I man that is that is such a hard question because it's just so many situations it's like for different reasons so let's do this let's refine it, it a little bit let's go practical application right end of the world
2: scenario I am legend world war Z like your go-to to save the world what are you going with to,
0: to save yourself and keep yourself alive during the end of the world yeah you well, save the world. That's really
2: selfish. I don't give a shit. Okay, let's go with Jake's selfish option. Because
0: <laughs> if you're gonna save the world, you're gonna need a freaking Abrams. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know, man. Fuel's you expensive. Said,
0: you said tanks aren't guns. <laughs> I know. I, I said in Abrams. <laughs> you're gonna need that to save the world. And you're gonna, so gonna like drive
3: four blocks and yeah. be out of fuel. Man, dang it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's dead. I get the yeah. floor I want, bro. Yeah. Those yeah, are turbine for, engines for four city blocks. <laughs> so if you're gonna let's say just a gun, yeah. Do you want to refine it down to like handgun,
3: rifle, you know, shotgun? Uh, if, I, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with um. You know what? It probably have to just be like a 16 inch. Like they probably call it like a recce rifle. Five five six two two three, AR fifteen. Standard ammo, pretty much you could find, you could have it. That it'd be go through because you can use it for lots of stuff. Once well, good practical, good at range, yeah. kind of multi-purpose tool. Everything. I mean, there's part of me there where it's like I'd have to go with maybe a bolt gun just because fewer parts. Yeah, uh, maybe an SBR, but then that kind of drops range. But I mean, yeah. most. I mean, as cops, you would know most, or or in military experience. Most stuff does not happen outside of 300 yards mm-hmm. or 200 yards, or even yeah. probably most things happen under 50.
0: I mean, if yeah. you're in an urban combat, it's Yeah, gonna be it's going to be mostly quarters.
3: within 20 to 30 yards yeah.
0: Yeah. do that. So I like uh, high, high round count, you know, like you're saying AR-15 does, or an M4, something like that, you know, full auto or burst or whatever you wanted to do. So I like that. What about handguns? You have, are you partial to any handguns?
3: I mean, I have a CZ um, or CZ, depending. Um. I call it CZ. <laughs> <laughs> CZ. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> yeah. For the American or Canadian, maybe you got some European <laughs> Canadian fans. I don't know. Not that I know. Of. I speak both languages, <laughs> fluent and multiple. I'm uh, multilingual. Oh, there yeah, you go. Canadian English and American English. There you go. Um,
0: and uh, so, what CZ I, do you have? A CZ p- P10Z P-10? P10. Nice. The p 10 oh C. Gun. So it's the compact. Yes, mm. that's a good gun. I like that a lot. I CZ makes good stuff. Yeah, they do make really good stuff. The, Sharp's
3: he, Bros. Doesn't have. I can't. I cannot talk about any. Future development Uh project. Okay, it's the one thing. Hint, hint. Maybe can't Can't, talk about. We don't. don't We don't have any pistol stuff. No, yet we don't. Stomping on the ground. Is he winky? Why are you winky? I don't know. That's weird. (laughs) I mean, you never know. (laughs) You You never know. You You know what? We'll look at a lot of stuff. We're always we're always tinkering. We're always trying to figure out. Okay, what uh, what's out there that somebody may want? Because I mean, something else we did talk about is we have grips for. The Thompson Center, and we have one for the CVA Scout. They're single-action break-action pistols, Mm -hmm. or, well, rifles, pistols. But we made a grip so you can put pistol braces. It has a Picatinny rail on the back Mm. of the grip, so you can use pistol braces Mm. on them for a lot of those, which makes it so you can keep it, you know, that... uh, keep our friends at the ATF. Yeah,
0: them happy. <laughs> Off your kind crack. of,
3: I don't know. For now, again, no. for now. Until tomorrow.
0: I mean. Yeah, you never know. Yeah.
3: As cops, I, for do you guys have any leeway on what you can carry?
2: Yes. There's a list of manufacturers that.
0: The biggest thing that um, kind of pigeonholes us is the caliber round. So we can have nine mil or we can have 45. 45. We used to be able to carry 40s, but not anymore. They ruled that out. So it's nine mil or 45 on duty. And then they have just a list of different gun manufacturers that you can carry
3: and like they, the reputable ones yeah ones they just been don't been want you forever. carrying
0: some like flipping high, high point, point or piece of para, shit para or no not para no uh, no
3: no deagles no 50 cal. yeah nope deagles no on you calls. that would be awesome no, <laughs>
0: no i'm really partial like on my own glock that's what i carry on duty's a glock 17 but it's the new gen 5 so i've got uh an optic on it and i've got like a so it's mag not stock. Well, no, it's not stock
3: because <laughs> no, nobody that actually uses a Glock has a hundred percent Glock left. No, no, that's true.
0: <laughs> it's and then I've got like a magwell on it, you know, and I've got all my grip tape and shit like that. So it's, it's very functional and I can, I've never had single malfunction knock on wood with any Glock I've ever yeah. owned. Dude, yeah. those things are just like tried and true. And yeah. I trust my life to it every night that I go to work. So, you know, I, I, I really like Glocks cause I know that it's going to work. I mean, a point and click, and it's going to go boom. Let's see here. Why do Canadians love maple syrup?
3: <laughs> Is that uh, a real question or a real question? I wrote on here. It's required by law. <laughs> it's, required by law. <laughs> it's
0: in your constitution. Oh man! You, you, you Article are, twelve. You must
3: once a year. You must drink a whole bottle of ma- maple syrup. Yeah, and like maple. Any oh, poutine. Like in,
2: uh, like in Super Troopers. <laughs> no, yep. they're just chugging
3: it. Yep. No, it. <laughs> you know what they're like being from western canada it's like there's no maple trees like <laughs> that's all, that it's, like all eastern eastern it's all eastern canada it's like we don't have any i mean southern Alberta's too windy and and just yeah the trees would never now survive no they'd more, never make it
0: hey, now there's no more pipelines coming out of canada and america yeah. for oil is uh is maple the number one export maple syrup <laughs>
3: Again, thanks again, Biden. Actually, I think there was a shortage. Like, they there's a little, an article I read where they had to like dip into the federal maple syrup reserve. Now, that was are a you thing. As a, as a Canadian, I didn't know this was a real thing. And I had to like <laughs> dig into it. Like, literally, like because there was a shortage on the market of maple syrup that the federal, <laughs> the federal reserve of maple, maple syrup, maple syrup. Maple syrup. had is, to be extended. You heard extended. it here first, folks. Yeah. It's like, not that. gasoline. <laughs> you know, important staples. No They're maple like, who syrup. Who gives so a maple? shit about
2: Gas and freedom. We need more syrup. Oh, yeah, like, How do
3: we keep these people in line? <laughs> yeah.
0: they're, they're gathering uh. on the borders and they're blocking <laughs> yeah. travel.
3: Give them, give more, them maple more syrup. syrup.
0: <laughs> Gotta give them that sugar high. <laughs> oh my god! This will make them happy, won't That's it? Awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh!
3: What do you think of the Queen of England? I was pretty <laughs> tired. Uh, I mean, I um, I no real. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, in Canada, yes, it's it's. Some people take the royalty seriously. I guess I don't know. They're they're like uh celebrities. Celebrities, guess, yeah. In a way, like that, I mean, yeah. I think the younger generations, like mine and stuff, don't pay as much attention to them. It all depends on the person. No real um, bearing. She though. she seems like a nice lady.
0: Yeah, nice lady. She's, <laughs> I'm surprised
3: she's still kicking with with probably a ton of skeletons in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> sc- like literally i mean you said it you said it. <laughs> holy shit hold on no. there really
2: was a freaking maple syrup he's shortage. not kidding. i wasn't was i uh, wasn't serious. Serious. i thought you were joking no oh. he's
0: being serious
2: and there's a global maple <laughs> syrup shortage <laughs> canada tapped into its emergency reserve
0: yeah <laughs> holy shit <It's>, that's <laughs> awesome.
3: <That's>, priorities
0: priorities <laughs> right. awesome. so i'm saying it's a major export
3: <laughs> it's like we got poutine, we got maple syrup, Molson Canadian. I don't know. Like <laughs>
0: that's freaking awesome. Oh, that's what awesome. Got. What position did you play in hockey?
3: Ooh, I stopped playing in high school. Yeah. Um you know, which, because I thought I was going to play basketball being a 6'3 white kid from Canada. That was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's NBA aspirations. I right mean, there.
3: in Canada, that was tall. The Toronto Raptors, so, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> Vancouver Grizzlies probably more so, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Vancouver, was that closer to where you lived or was... Yes. Yeah. That was closer, Vancouver's right? closer. Yeah. Toronto. It's much closer. I thought so. I thought so. Vancouver's but. more Western.
3: Yeah. Um. When I played, it was left wing because okay. actually, even though I am right-handed... I bat and play hockey left handed. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, I'm weird. Hmm. Some people do that, dude. It's it's interesting. You know what? It never screwed up my golf swing. Yeah, because I golf right hand. Oh, I was there just you go. Say you, there you go.
2: Golf right handed, but huh? Yeah,
3: yeah. I should have stuck with hockey. Like looking back, like <laughs> yeah, I had I had way better chance of going Get pro hockey. playing sure. hockey. Oh yeah. Um, Just the demographics alone. Sorry, six three mean, white guy, <laughs> big yeah. Like I, this is this is actually we brought up hockey because uh, I don't I don't know, was Fitz on that podcast. We're talking overrated, under, oh, underrated. Yeah. No, yeah. he said hockey. he said overrated. You said overrated. I did. Yeah, everybody said. Oh,
0: right, no, Josh didn't though. I know. I'm
3: gonna have to give her a high five. <laughs> I don't know what sports you I guys are watching. I will so I will say pl- I will say, played, say that I put hockey higher than baseball.
2: Good. Baseball is baseball is <laughs> damn near towards the bottom of my list. Like I even put golf and watching paint dry higher than baseball.
3: <laughs> Stupid. I agree, you. know. I agree with you. I agree with you.
0: I really and I, I don't, don't and I play and I don't baseball. Paint. I played yeah. baseball,
3: and I still thought to naturalize.
0: To, didn't you have to say that you love baseball though to come over here to America? And
3: well, so I was actually born with lied. citizenship. Maybe oh. this is something. Cause, so this happened a lot from what area I'm from. But my dad is a U.S. citizen. Oh, okay. So because of the year I was born, he would actually been living in the U.S. at that time uh-huh. long enough for me to qualify. Oh. So it was when I I was born with U.S. citizenship. I'm dual citizen oh, in nice. the U.S. Nice. and So I had like, I had a social security number. I had all that stuff from birth. I just didn't use it until I was 21. Gotcha. In Canada, I used my social insurance number for everything. Oh, okay. So it was like when I came down here, the first apartment, like I rented, they did the background check, of course, and they come back and they're like, yeah, everything's good, except um, literally nothing Literally, Came you back. haven't existed <laughs> like, until now. Like, they're, they're, it's really strange. We've never had this happen before. Like you're like you have no information. You have no history. You have nothing. And they're looking at me like. Who are you? This is Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah, no like, like, you know, witness protection yeah, or yeah. <laughs> what, what is this? Like, oh, you should have made that
0: up, bro. You should have made that but Yeah. I, I, I'm in wit sec, For the, the U.S.
2: Marshals, I'm not allowed to say anything. I'm in wit sec.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Usually,
2: just I'm hand like,
3: him,
0: Just hand
2: them a vague card with a number that just goes to an answering <laughs> A 555 five, five number. This. And like, I could
3: I could give you my social insurance number, but I don't know when Canada will get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: And this is my last question. Who's your favorite character in Letter
3: Kenny? I mean, it's got to be Wayne. Yeah. It's got to be Wayne. I do love Wayne. He's freaking awesome. And it's, uh, yeah, Wayne. Wayne's probably got to be the best. But, I mean... The hockey players. I love Squirrely oh, Dan. Those guys are funny. Squirrelly Dan. Squirrely Dan. is
0: Dan.
2: first for me. You can't beat Squirrelly Dan. He's hilarious. The baseball scene. Yes. Where he's talking about uh, butt play. <laughs> yes. Oh, throwing the baseball around. They, they stop throwing yes. it to him. <laughs> they, <laughs> threw, <Yes>. they start <laughs> throwing. <it>. Nope.
3: Nope. <laughs> We're not, doing this. Yeah. We're not doing Yeah. That's this. amazing.
0: That's, that's funny. Yeah. That show's good. If you all haven't watched it, I definitely recommend it. It's funny. It'll it's, give you a, a, yeah. a brief look in on the Canadian lifestyles.
3: It, essentially, a biography on. <laughs> Canadian lifestyle. So, how did you grow up in a that? small town, right? Is it Pretty it, accurate. It's, it's. I mean, I, yeah, it, it's pretty actually, it's pretty good. It, it's like it's, hyperbole, yeah. you know, but it's oh, like sure. kind
0: of, it is kind of like.
3: A, There's a lot of things, yeah. You got hockey players and like they play up like the hockey player talk and stuff in it, but it's like that's how hockey players talk. Like the lingo, the stuff is, it's like sometimes you listen to them and you're like, what is this language?
2: Okay, <laughs> so can, I, can I change my favorite character? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Shorzy. Shor- shorzy's the man yeah, Shor-Z. which which
3: they actually Shor-Z. have a new show coming out i mean no uh, ads whatever but there is like a side offshoot show that is just shorzy and no. it's Are called we actually called to see the person it's coming out yeah well because the well shorzy is wayne it's wayne same actor
2: shorzy's wayne bro oh i didn't know that you yeah. didn't know that but you never see the person like he's his own character <laughs> no i yeah. know but, yeah, but it
3: separate but he actually they did uh, they did have an uh, uh one of the in trailers where it comes out which actually shows that it actually is the same guy but he's got like a cut mullet and a bunch of tattoos and stuff <laughs> i was
2: at uh we went to a hockey game a while a long time ago so my brother has like sweet tickets and stuff like that like, to the local team and so we go there and there was somebody walking around with a Shoresy jersey
0: nuh-uh. and i like
3: high-fived him oh. i'm like yeah <laughs> shores letter i mean and started
2: yelling all kinds of expletives at me. Like, I remember... Bro,
3: it was great. Like, Letter Kenny before they had, like, a TV show, I think... I swear I remember they were just doing stuff on YouTube. And, like yeah, I remember that back in high school, like, mm-hmm. seeing these guys. So it was, like, when it became a TV show, it was almost, like, deja vu. Like, I feel like I've seen the skit before. Like, I've seen this before. <laughs> but that or it was just, like, I saw it in high school one day. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the same thing. or <laughs> like, This is real life. Same situation. Yeah. That's funny. Just my area, they didn't have, like, oil rig workers or stuff like that. But, yeah, pretty much everything in there, very familiar. Playing res teams. Like, I mean, I played basketball in high school, but we'd go play out on the res, um, play the res school, which it was always like there was everybody else's rules, like mm. the league's rules, you know, no swearing in your music and stuff like that. And then you'd go out and play in the res, and they, they, they got their own care. rules. <laughs> they did their own thing. I mean – the, the rims might have been a little lower than they should have been <laughs> like they got some boombox in the corner just playing like Jay-Z not, no filter anything like that <laughs> like <laughs> somebody in the in the stands like saying kill the ref and they're like yeah no that's fine like the game's over and the refs literally don't even change they just go get in their car and leave <laughs>
2: They're like, leave before they scalp us.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I want to thank Nick for for coming out on the podcast. Thanks, yeah. Nick. Man, it has been a, it was a lot of fun. Man, a lot of information here. A lot of Dude, cool this stuff. Was, this was one that I was super excited yeah, for when you told cool me about stuff, it. a lot of cool stuff, man. Yeah, awesome. So I was glad that I was able to hit you up and make this happen. So uh, cool cool products, all of our listeners out there. I would definitely recommend you guys go to sharpsbros.com. Check out their stuff. Um is top quality stuff. I mean, we're holding this stuff here and, you know, shame on me. I haven't bought, but I'm going to buy that Badlands. I'm going to buy Dude, that. Dude, I absolutely. just put the
2: Badland in my, uh, in my shopping cart. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, cause I've got, cause I got that OSS for mine. Yeah. For my kid, I'm going to put that, nice.
3: that Badland on yeah, his.
0: I'm buy that too. That's an, that's an awesome yeah.
3: piece. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, send off here? Yeah. Give your, give your company a shout out. Oh, thanks for having me out guys. But yeah, no, don't check out Sharps Bros. Um, of course, social media, Sharps Bros com. I mean, we pretty much sell everywhere. You can have your, you can, I mean, there's Brownells, there's Rainier Arms, pretty much anywhere online you can find it. The other thing is RSR, any of your local FFL dealers you're looking at, I mean, they can reach out to RSR, get stuff in. We stock them pretty regularly. Uh, nice. so, did I mean, you uh,
0: Did you want to shout yourself out? Put your, do you have any like Instagram stuff that you're doing to show your designs and stuff like that. Uh, I know you've been just, featured. You've just, been featured in magazines.
3: I, right? I've been in a couple. I've been a couple. <laughs> I yeah. have. Do you want to shout couple. yourself out on that? Check out <laughs> the certain <laughs> I, magazine issues. I, I, hey, I'm I just mean, saying, that, bro. There, I've been mean, uh, I've been in Ballistic Magazine a couple times now with Sharps Bros. I mean, really, a lot of times I'm the guys bu- guys up behind the scenes. I mean, I've been kind of been that invisible hand, just yeah. making things work, but. Yeah.
0: Um, you like the Wizard of Oz.
3: I mean, Ooh. recognition. It's more. It's <laughs> like I love just seeing people when they when they buy the designs, they put them together. You know, all the seracote jobs, all yeah. that stuff. And I see it. It's it's more like seeing other people enjoy it, and and they like it, and that that means more to anything to me. I mean, social media, you get hate for anything i mean you could cure cancer and somebody would say something absolutely terrible about you if you're
0: if you getting hate out there you're doing something right
3: hey it's it's all advertising right no right. no no press is bad press exactly that's yeah. what they say no press uh, is
0: bad press just but, ask uh, just ask biden
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: i wanted to send well, you off i want to do this while you're here so let me let me read through this one real quick our savage of the week okay the savage of the week comes from canada Oh Canada! Do you
3: know Leo Major? Oh, I'm probably gonna shame Canada, <laughs> but no. It's okay, you're American. Now. I don't. I, I'm. You know what? I might be familiar with whatever story you're about to say, you would, but not necessarily. I'm gonna tell, you, his tell name. you the history. Lee Leo Lee
0: Major. Yeah, Leo or Lee Major. The calm Lee Major. Leo Major. L-E-O Major.
2: Doesn't he own like a bunch of like resorts and stuff. No. Oh, Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna give you the brief uh, history on on Leo Major. All right. He's the soldier. Uh, a lowly private in the Canadian military who went out and did some of the most insane shit you'll ever read about during his adventures, ripping the hedgerows of Normandy into sawdust. Leo majors became not only, not just the only Canuck to receive the distinguished conduct medal, the second highest award for bravery offered by the Royal government twice, but the only person from any Commonwealth country to win it in actions in two separate wars. Ooh, Of course, being a total head-smashing badass isn't just about kicking in teeth, confiscating enemy ball sacks, and then standing there while some high-ranking, self-important douchebag pins a small chunk of tin (laughs) on your chest. Much like many of the bizarre contests that we are watching on television during the Olympic cycle, with equal parts respect and WTF confusion, there are style points involved, and holy shitballs, did private Leo Majors of the Chaudière Regiment of the Canadian Army bring his A-game to Europe back when Hitler needed a good bit of iron-fisted cock-punching justice? Hmm. Major kicked things off by landing on Normandy along with the rest of the Canadian military, and I'd wager that anybody who's ever played any of the 10 billion World War II themed video games on the market today can tell you that running across a beach while Nazis shoot machine guns at your face is no picnic. Well, not only did Majors miraculously manage to somehow not die nose down on the surf, but on his first day in the lovely French countryside, he went out and single-handedly captured one of these bad boys. And it shows a uh, half-track military tank. He captured one of those single-handedly. Yeah. Right? The old know. major, a scout and sniper by trade, charged out in broad daylight, popped an entire squad of Nazis, stole their ride, and then impressed all his superiors when they discovered that the jack truck all lo- was also loaded up with co- uh, communications gear. That would prove invaluable in terms of intercepting and deciphering German messages during the Normandy campaign. For those of you out there who aren't experts in military tactics and strategy, being able to know what your enemy is doing before he does it is kind of a good thing if you enjoy not losing wars. And that's a benefit that the Allies had in no small part due to Leo Majors helping out the intel cause one bullet at a time was great and all. So about a week later, Major went out and pissed off a squad of battle-hardened badass SS soldiers. Sure, the SS were the most elite force of Nazis could field, but Majors still smoked all eight of them. Unfortunately, right as the last guy was getting ready to eat it, he chucked a phosphorus grenade that blew up in Leo's face. Covering him with a very unpleasant coating of burning hot liquid. Major lost all his vision in his right eye. But when the Allied doctors told him to pack up and head home, his German smiting ass kicker demanded to stay in the front. He argued in true badass fashion that as long as he had one eye to look into the scope of his rifle, he was still capable of serving his country. From that point on, Leo Major went into battle with an eye patch on his right eye. (laughs) Oh, and just in case Nazi killing pirate snipers still aren't enough aren't tough enough for you somehow major also refused evacuation a few years later when his apc drove over a landmine and he broke his back in a couple places even something as ridiculous as a fractured spine didn't stop this maniac from finishing out the war going out to fight in another one and winning bravery medals in both let's see major's first larger than life action came during the battle of scheldt in the netherlands in late 44 major and his best friend a lumberjack named willie because when you're a hardcore canadian you're more or less obligated to be a best friend with a lumberjack commando, went out to scout a town and figure out what the hell happened to a company of Canadian infantry that had failed to return from a reconnaissance mission? Major went into the town, discovered that the company had been captured, and then single-handedly captured the entire enemy garrison by running up and down guard posts, jamming his rifle in people's faces and screaming at them. He returned to the Allied camp with 93 German prisoners in tow. Because this was so insane, the British High Command offered him a Distinguished Conduct Medal, but Leo told them to get bent and shove the medal up their asses. In Major's opinion, Allied High Command General bernard montgomery was such an incompetent dick brain that he wasn't qualified to be given medals out to anyone and any award issued by him was about as worthless as he was try to keep in mind now that this is the private talking about the most senior officer in his army say what you'd like about maintaining respect for the chain of command but this takes some giant balls yeah luckily for democracy the canadian high command didn't feel fit to reprimand this guy for his not so subtle diss on monty and their decision ended up paying off in one of the most balls out one man battles ever fought the single-handed capture of the dutch town of zwol by private leo majors and his implacable rage one quiet night in 45 major and his buddy were set out to do some recon on the Nazi-occupied town of Zwolle, report back on enemy numbers, and maybe establish contact with the Dutch resistance. Sadly, not long into the mission, Willie the Lumberjack was cheap-shotted and killed by a German machine gun. This set off one of the most epic blood rages ever recorded. Leo Major completely flipped his shit, strapped three machine guns onto his back, grabbed a huge sack of hand grenades, and charged into the quiet town with his guns and weapons blazing. Leo ran around like a berserker madman, creating such a cluster of explosions, fires, and dead bodies that the German garrison was convinced they were fighting a vastly superior force during his mad rampage of nazi destruction this one-eyed juggernaut kicked the door of an ss officers club killed four high-ranking enemy commanders in a firefight and then went out and ran and burned down the local headquarters of the gestapo by the time the sun rose on Zwolle the next morning the entire german garrison had evacuated and the town was returned to dutch control to this day leo major is still remembered as the the sole savior of Zwolle. major would deservedly receive his First DCM for the insanity as well, but the second come a decade later and a half around the world during a fight in the Korean conflict. Major, who by this time had graciously been promoted to corporal, was sent to infiltrate a key hill that had been captured from Americans by a huge force of nearly forty thousand Chinese soldiers. I forgot about this part. Holy shit! This guy's insane. Hold on, wait.
3: This kid this is all- why you drink all your maple syrup.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he, he did all of that in World War Two. Yes, and then went over to to Korea. Yes, which is what twenty years apart, if uh, twenty and
0: change. They're like 10
2: years. It, 50s. And he only got bumped up four ranks?
0: Yeah, he didn't want to go up higher.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he promoted a corporal, was sent to infiltrate a key hill that had been just been by the uh, from the Americans by a huge force of nearly 40,000 Chinese soldiers. Major snuck in with 19 other French-Canadian hard asses set up fortifications and, for whatever reason, decided to open fire on the Chinese. In a massive battle that lasted for three days and nights, Leo Major and his 20-man platoon somehow captured the hill and held off desperate counterattacks by two full divisions of Chinese army. Major was right in the middle of the whole thing, pumping up his men and calling mortar fire down merely feet from his position to ensure maximum detonation of his enemies. That's some stone-cold shit right there, but at this point we know it to be par for the course for this guy. Leo Major died in two thousand eight, but nowadays he is fondly remembered as a hero to Canadians, Dutch, and pretty much anybody who's a fan of guys and eye patches that kick at their enemies in their groin as hard as possible whenever the opportunity presents itself. His old unit now offers a yearly award in the name of the toughest company in the regiment, and the people of continue to teach him in their public school curriculum. Leo Major. Do that's and his quotation at the end it. I fought and- the war with only one eye, and I did it pretty good. <laughs>
2: Hey, that dude's pretty savage. Yeah, Pretty gangster.
0: That guy was insane. Like, capturing enemy companies all by him. 93 dudes. Holding off 40,000 Chinese with 19 dudes. Pretty crazy. So, Leo Major, Canadian.
3: Yeah. Give me some respect
0: to the Canadians. My brother,
3: My brother's retired Canadian infantry, so he he probably knows that story. Sure he does. I I probably brought great shame (laughs) to my country, that I don't (laughs) know that.
0: All right. Well, uh we like to thank everybody for tuning in to The Savages. We yeah. appreciate you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this. This is a we, good one. Nick was awesome to come on here, dude. We could do- totally do this again. We hope you all want to come back out. We can bullshit again. So uh, For sure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You guys, tune in here on Domesticated Savages. Go to domesticatedsavages.com. You can check out our Instagram, Domesticated Savages. Go to Facebook as well. Check out our site. We got some new merch up there. I got some new shirts. I think they're pretty funny. Uh, I made them up last night. I might get in trouble for them. But- <laughs> um, Check us out. Hit us up. uh, Send us a message and like our shit. We appreciate you guys. And always remember, stay savage. Stay savage.